Hey, what's happening? Today on First Cup, uh, I gotta look here. Today on First Cup, I'm gonna answer a question about rank versus skill in martial arts. And we're gonna unpack some quotes from Jackie Kennedy Onassis, there I got the name right, who was born today in 1929. Stick around. Two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Wednesday. It's July 28th, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. I'm slowly getting better with this with this streaming software. And Kat, I need you to settle in. I'm going to pour hot coffee on you. Come on. Good morning, John. Well, coffee came out pretty good. So you may or may not know, this is what I used to use. And then I just gave up on that because I realized, hey, using the French press is easier, makes more coffee, simpler to clean up. Boom. Well, it also went boom yesterday when I was cleaning it. I managed to bump it while I was doing dishes and it went and it went boom and it completely shattered. And so that was really a bummer. But there's already a new one in my Amazon cart, so I'll order that later today. Good morning, Stacy. I hate when I break things. I think it's a, a throwback to being a kid and getting in trouble for breaking things. Especially, you know, it's one thing when you're, I don't know, breaking boards in class or testing or competition or something. You're supposed to break that. Good morning, Daniel. But you're not supposed to break your French press. The French press that I think I had since college. I'm pretty sure that's how far back that thing goes. So it's not like it owes me anything. I got my 20 years out of it. Oh, good morning, Jared. Jared of Martial Thoughts. Glad you guys could join me. Well, yesterday... Yesterday was a weird day. Yesterday was not supposed to rain. It was... Somebody's borrowing my car right now. <laughs> Good morning, Kara. Somebody's borrowing my car, and I had this whole day planned around being able to use my motorcycle. And then as soon as I got finished with all the things that I wanted to finish, so I'd get on the motorcycle and go do some errands, go to the gym and all that, the sky opened up. It wasn't just a little drizzle. It was... It rained. It rained hard. And so I got packages that are sitting there people's orders gear and such that need to go out wasn't going to transport them in, in the rain that was not going to work out well and riding in the rain it's just not safe you know I, I i'll do it if i have to but i try not to do it and i didn't have to do it so i didn't do it <laughs> stacy says that's a long time for a french press it sure is cat i need you to pick a spot we can't do this unless you settle down. But I got through that, did a bunch of work, more work, more work, more work. Hey, Dennis. John says they've broken at least one French press and one pour over in the past couple of years. Wow. You're hard on those things. And it looks like Dennis is up and in between workouts. Good to see you too, my friend. Well, it's okay. Sometimes we break things and we learn. I don't know what I learned. 
I learned 20 years is a long time for a French press and uh, everything breaks. But today's weather is supposed to be better. It's supposed to be sunny, which is good because I don't, I don't get my car back until tomorrow. And I, I have things I have to do today. I have to leave the house. So knock on wood. Anybody else do that? Anybody else knock on wood? I knock on wood. I don't know. Maybe it's grown up in New England. Maybe it's something else. I knock on wood. But we'll see how it goes. And uh, let's see. What, what happened martial arts-wise? Oh, so yesterday, yesterday was kind of a bummer. Uh, so up until a week ago, we had three episodes scheduled for recording. One was kind of a big name that we've talked about in the Patreon. And if you want to support that, if you want to know what's going on, I wish I had enough to click into this folder, you can sign up for the Patreon. Two bucks a month will get you in and you'll see everything that's going on. There are other options. And so that one's getting rescheduled. So that brought us to two. And then the first one was a no-show. They got the time wrong. Oh, it kills me. It kills me. It happens. I get it. I do it too. But it sucks. It's all right. What was I able to do? I was able to get way more work done than I was planning on yesterday. So I'm good with that. So everybody listen to Monday's episode, Dr. Seabrook. Now, the one episode that I did record yesterday came out awesome. You know, I, I feel like I keep getting better on the show. I really do. You know, this was an example where the guest came on and the part where I asked them the pronunciation of their name and everything, I just said, let's just keep going. So you all get to hear that now when, when we air that episode. That'll be three or four weeks. Let you go behind the scenes. Stop pretending that we're some overly official thing. We're not. We're just martial arts radio. We're just martial artists talking about martial arts. And speaking of martial arts, let's talk about some martial arts. So I've got some comments from you guys. I got one from Daniel, and I've got some quotes that Frank submitted from the late, of course, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, who, if I'm doing the math right, 91 would have been 91. She passed in 94. And of course, most commonly known for being the first lady married to John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Jack Kennedy, JFK. I've been watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, so they're, they're dropping these names. So, And you know what I did yesterday? Does anybody else find this to be like far more exciting than it should be. I put a new screen uh, screen protector on my phone. The last one was all cracked and chipped. And I said, I think when I bought this one, they sent me two and they did. And I put it on and it's like, it's like a whole new world. So let's fire up YouTube and we can do these. Um, I'm going to start with Daniel's comment. Daniel's in the chat. So Daniel, if I'm, if I'm missing anything here, if you want to add context to your question, that's totally fine. Once you have passed your grading and achieved a rank, how long can you go without training before you can no longer consider yourself that rank? Obviously, a break of a few months after hitting black belt won't reset you back to being a beginner, but how about 10 years or more? Do your thoughts on this differ depending on rank achieved or age at which you studied? I did a couple of years of judo in my teens. I don't consider myself a judo green belt now. I'm in my 40s as an example. 
It's a great question. And when I first read it, it reminded me of the episode, uh, what did we call it? Why people don't get demoted. That's not quite the exact title, but I think the word demoted was in there. And the reason that we did that episode was because I saw all these people being very critical of rank versus skill. And I started to look and say, wait a second, but what about the people we celebrate the most in the arts, the oldest people? Their skill has waned. We don't pull their rank. We don't demote them. There's obviously something in rank that is beyond skill. It's extra to skill. So what is that? I would say rank and skill are two separate things. Now, there are plenty of schools that have as objective a rank system as they can. You've got to know this form. You've got to be able to do this. You've got to be able to do that. This much time in, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever those things are. But you can't tell me that if a handful of people test at the same time for the same rank in that school, that they're all exactly the same. They might be the same rank, but they're not exactly the same. There is some separation for skill. And some of that is because in a lot of schools, your an, another kind of an X factor is where did you start versus where have you ended up? How much growth have you had? But as I started thinking about this this morning, because I, I, I looked these over a little bit, Frank and I emailed yesterday and it was his idea. You know, what if, what if you mention what the show is going to be about today in the opener? Ah, brilliant idea. I love it. I think we get really hung up on rank and rank being the yardstick for your progress in the arts because it's the only one. It is the only external thing that we put out there to say, hey, I'm this rank, I'm that rank. And it is roughly corollary of your skill. But think about every other place where rank is given. the military demote people when they retire? No. How about political terms? If you're president, you're always president, even if you're no longer the president. If you achieve something, that achievement in my mind stands, no matter how much the skill fades. I will always have my black belt. I will always be a black belt in my mind because the things that I had to do to earn that black belt weren't just how to do a certain form or throw or punch or kick. There was a huge amount going on up here in my head. I had to wrap my mind around this stuff and it changed who I was. So Daniel, you, you may say that you're no longer a, a green belt in judo. I would say you no longer have the skill that you had then, but you put in the work to earn that. If you, here's another counter example. If you do a job and you learn skills on that job and 20 years later, you go on to another job, some of your skill from that first job will have faded. 
it's still valid on your resume or at the very least your CV. There are a bunch of comments in the chat I am going to put up now. All right. So Stacy says, I was given the chance to start over or keep rank when I started over after about a 17-year break. I'd made it to high blue belt. I chose to start over mostly for personal growth-related reasons. And whether or not you start over, that, that's a whole different conversation, and it's really nuanced, and, and we're not going to go there in this context. But the idea of of, of this, of starting over, I don't think that devalues what you had before. There are there are schools where I haven't trained in over 20 years. I still learn things. I still achieved a certain rank there. I'm still proud of that achievement. And it still shaped who I am as a martial artist today. Now, it's probably easier for me to say this because I have rank currently that is not that old. You know, I earned it somewhat recently and it's it's a higher rank if my highest rank was earned 20 years ago and then i started over a few times and you know i'm coming to you as jeremy for you know who earned his black belt back then but now is a green and a purple i might feel a little differently about this it might be a little bit harder for me to say this but i don't i don't think so so Jared's got a great point I want to put up. As Americans, we assume earned title equals ability. And, and I, I want to broaden that from Americans. I think that is Western culture. It's part of our collective culture. As opposed to hereditary or given titles. Yeah. Don't forget, there are plenty of titles that are separate from rank. There are schools where the titles of senpai, sensei, renshi, etc., you know, to, to go Japanese lineage, are separate from rank. They are teaching credentials, in a sense, in some schools. I think to, to and, and Daniel, I don't know if you're still in here, but I hope that you get what I'm saying. So the, the onus of the question was, after how long do you reset or do you no longer get to claim that rank? Never. If somebody earns a black belt, they're a black belt. If somebody earns a yellow belt, they're a yellow belt. Their skill may fade, but guess what? Your skill always fades. How many of us right now are as good at everything in our martial arts training as we ever have been? The longer you go, the more stuff you know, the more likely things are going to fade. I was doing some kicks yesterday with my right leg. I'm primarily a left leg kicker. I was not putting that foot on target. It was not going as well as I wanted it to. It was frustrating. Skill fades. Does that mean I hand over my belt or give back a stripe? No. Because I still have the knowledge and the skill. I still have the knowledge to re uh, regain the skill. So Daniel is in the chat. He says, pretty much the answer I expected, and I broadly agree. I went back to my TKD school last night after a break of two and a half years. Congratulations. This is not a sarcastic clap. It's just hard to make, make one person clapping sound authentic. Next week, I will be wearing my green belt again. I was rusty, yes, but hadn't completely forgotten everything. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you, man. I'm so proud of you for doing that. It's hard. It's hard to step back into training. It sucks to 
forget stuff you know you knew to let that go oh it's 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 rough we know it's rough but i applaud you for doing it there are so many people see what you guys don't see are all the people who email me i get emails all the time from people who just got back in or want to get back in or i used to do this or that and they're scared they're really scared and some of them there are people that i have messaged with that martial arts radio becomes kind of this uh entry point for them to get back into training and some of those people take literally years of listening to the show and feeling acclimated oh, it's cat hair all over my face there it is you shed you know yeah can you hear her it takes me a year or more sometimes of listening to the show and kind of getting their mind wrapped around it before they go back in i got you know so daniel's message but i also got another one two weeks ago i think it was somebody that stepped away for a long time and it's really cool to see people doing that you know at the end of the day i've said this for a very long time what is our business model it's pretty simple if it gets people into or keeps them in the martial arts it's what we do i expected that martial arts radio would only ever be to keep people in martial arts i never realized it would help get people back into training and so i'm honored i'm proud of what we do and, and thankful that people uh, respect what we do enough for that stacy says or people like me so scared of going for red just mind blocked self-sabotage crunching of brain cells stuck you're gonna do fine you're gonna do fine some of you may know stacy she's she's been around she's been around a while she takes photos she'll be at free training day uh, she helps out in a variety of ways primary one that I, means the most to me is support she is an incredibly supportive person and she will be testing for red belt at the end of summer you know the biggest loss in not having the french press is i only make one cup of coffee at a time the second big thing is this lets more way more sediment in I'm not happy about that yeah. it's good coffee just you know a little crunchier yeah all right let's let's tackle at least some of those quotes and remember if you've got stuff do i have a banner for this i don't think i have a banner for this no if you have stuff that you want me to read on air the best thing to do two ways you can do this one you drop a comment on the episode after it closes because otherwise it just goes in the chat and for real substantive comments i want to give them some time Okay, and we kind of, it's just kind of how we do it. The second thing you do, you could email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. Well, so Jared says, just read that cats purr at the frequency that heals muscle tissue. Well, that's interesting. Her frequency goes all over the place. Actually, that, that her frequency stays the same. Her tone changes. That's cool. Oh, and, and Daniel is, is saying, yes, listening to the show is a big part of getting me off my butt and back to training. Well, thank you, my friend. That's, that's awesome. 
We're doing what we can. All right, let's take a look at these. We had somebody comment on one of our videos yesterday. I won't say which one. And it was just, it was just rude. It was one of the more controversial guests we've had. And I said, hey, you want to try that again more respectfully? And, the, and they did. All right. There are many little ways to enlarge your child's world. Love of books is the best of all. So in my 18 seconds of prep for today's episode, uh, I didn't realize that Jacqueline Kennedy, Jacqueline Onassis, I guess is what I should say, because that was her second mar marriage to Aristotle Onassis. Uh, she was a writer, editor. She was involved in the publishing world. So it makes sense that books would mean something to her. I don't think there's anything better for solo practice of being a kid than reading books. You know, one of the things that I've been saying of late, and actually this came up in the interview yesterday, forms and the controversy around forms and not doing forms in martial arts. Let's make a list of all the things that are valuable in a self-defense scenario. Balance, uh, muscle memory, speed, power, strength, etc. That's forms. Make a similar list about childhood development, reading, vocabulary, rhetoric, the ability to, to speak and use words, imagination, aka creativity, learning, right? That's books. Now you kid could, could get trapped in the same kind of maybe not so great books, but they're still books. I would guess that the average book is going to be far better off for the average kid than the average TV show. Right? Daniel says, reading a book is just staring at a dead tree and hallucinating. <laughs> Where does that come from? That's hysterical. That should go on a t-shirt. Uh, I think we've got the next t-shirt. I'm trying to roll out one shirt per month and not just, not just to do it. Something of quality, something, something people will want. And I, I've already got the one for next month and I'm not going to tell you about it, but it's funny. I shared it with Andrew last night and he laughed. Andrew's on vacation and refuses to go away. He keeps helping out. next. Oh, and by the way, we've been getting awesome, awesome reviews on the Master Hopkick book. Master Hopkick Origins, it's at Amazon. Go check it out. Like, seriously, it is a solid, well-written book. It is entertaining. Jenny did a killer job with the story. And I, I think I think everybody should read it. And as a added bonus, the chapters are short, and those of you with martial arts schools, if you're looking for something fun and different for Matt Chat, if you do that with your kids class, these chapters are perfect. But if you don't, let me fill that in. It also becomes an added piece 
for parents to help motivate kids to come to class and motivate kids during class. Hey, but if you don't go to class tonight, you won't hear the next chapter of Master Hopkick. Right? If you cut people off from what nourishes them spiritually, something in them dies. Now, I'm sorry to say that I had a conversation with somebody yesterday for whom this happened. Uh, I'm going to make sure I don't give away anything because there, it is entirely possible people from this martial arts school are watching. But the short of it is there was a situation. Daniel says book order. Thank you, Daniel. I look forward to hearing what you think of it. It's uh, It was written for all ages. You know, I would say... Uh, uh, Probably someone 9, 10, 11 would read it on their own, maybe eight. But I read it and I didn't have to read it. Like I didn't feel like I was doing a chore reading it. So anyways, the situation with this school, and this is probably where we're going to end today. This person had a really strong tie with this school. Family was involved in the school. And something happened. And it sounds like for financial reasons, the school sided with a third party. And basically gaslighted, gaslighted or gaslit, I guess gaslighted the person I was talking to, to the point where they weren't comfortable going to school anymore. This was a black belt. This was somebody who had put tremendous amount of time into the culture, into the, the entity that is this school. And there are even more things tying this person to the school, but I'm not going to say them because, again, it gets a little bit too detailed. But they're heartbroken. It, it, was, it was really sad to read these things yesterday. We had back and forth about 10 minutes on social media. cut off the nourishment, right? Martial arts nourishes us. If you've been training for more than a little bit, if you've been through some stumbling, you know, couple promotions and, and you're still around, martial arts is doing something for you. It's contributing something to you, to your life, to who you are. And to have that removed is really tough. A lot of us saw this during lockdowns. A lot of us, our schools didn't open back up. That's been really hard. Martial arts for many of us is the thing that gives context and bridges the various aspects of our lives. I know a lot of people for whom the people they train with, that is their social circle. So it becomes their physical outlet and their creative expressive outlet and their social group and their goals. I know people who have jobs that they don't really want to do, but it allows them to train at the times and in the place that they want to. There are people for whom training is their life and to have that cut off is oof, brutal. And it is my hope that this person finds another school. I was encouraging them. Hey, you got choices here. 
you got choices. Uh, it's sad. I have had groups removed from my life. Sometimes martial arts, sometimes non. Things that meant something to me. And it hurts. But if you can work through that, it tells you a lot about you, your connection to the pursuit, whether it's martial arts or otherwise. And sadly, it tells you a lot about the people. I'm thinking of one particular scenario now. It's been a while. But in a very short time, I realized that there were people that I put a lot of time into thinking that we were friends, thinking that we thought similarly of each other, and we didn't. And I've been able to save that energy and give it to other people, mostly myself. Maybe this one, a little bit to the purple. And that feels better. We gotta take care of ourselves. If you're gonna, I'll end with this thought. Any relationship, whether it's a relationship with a person in a platonic sense, romantic sense, professional sense, if it's a relationship with something like martial arts, the good relationships, the only kind you really should try to have are those in which both sides feel like they get the better end of the deal. I, I get everything out of martial arts I put into it. In fact, I only get what I put into it. The friendships I have now, for the most part, those people treat me really well. What I, what I give to them, they give back. Sometimes I feel guilty, and I know that they would say the same. That's how you know when it's a good one. So thanks for joining me. I hope you will ask some questions for tomorrow for Thursday's episode. Once the show closes, drop your comments at the bottom. If you're watching on Facebook, we're still kind of figuring out how that all works. Um, but I did check them out yesterday. I didn't see any new comments there. But really, the, the show's been built around YouTube. So if you're leaving comments on Facebook after the show closes, it may take us some time to work out that process of pulling those in. If you're leaving comments on YouTube, we've already got you. Okay. I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, if you wouldn't mind... If you're watching on the YouTube side, subscribe, turn on notifications. And regardless of where you are, throw a thumbs up, a like, a heart, whatever works for you, help spread the show. We're, we're trying to grow this show. We've got something special going on here. You're all part of it. Thanks for doing that. And don't forget, we do it every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And as soon as I close the show, you'll see it pop up. I'm going to create a new one for tomorrow. I hope you have a fantastic day, everybody. Thank you. Take care and peace.